of shooting, we picked the most difficult set ever. Smoke, mirrors in every direction. Love it. Welcome to Twilight. You're listening to Another Bite of Twilight, a podcast where we look back on our obsession with the Twilight Saga and continue to freak out 10 years later. Hey guys! I hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving if you are from the United States. Or if you're from Canada, maybe last month you had a wonderful Thanksgiving and we never said anything about it, so... Sorry about that. And if you're from anywhere else, (laughs) I hope you just had a great week. And I hope you have a great life. (laughs) I hope everything is going great for you right now. And you are just in a great time in your life. And all your dreams are coming true. And we are so thankful for you guys who are listening. Top of my list. Thankful for you first. And Twilight second. <laughs> and <laughs> um, so today we have a live studio audience. Mm-hmm. So if you hear any voices, it's probably just a rowdy crowd. Mm-hmm. We have if you're laughter at the really funny parts, which I'm sure there'll be some. <laughs> Not. Um it's them. Our whole crowd. Of two people on the couch. (laughs) (laughs) Just two people. Strangers. (laughs) Walking (laughs) off the street and we're fans of the show. If you want to be an audience (laughs) member, let us us know. If you are in the... Don't say where we live. Don't say where we live. Yeah, so thanks for tuning in. Happy Twilight Tuesday. Happy Twilight Tuesday. And today's topic is something that I've been so excited to do. This this is my, in my head, this is my favorite episode. I'm not sure if it will be, but <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting to do this. We're talking about the Twilight soundtrack. Yes. So we feel the Twilight soundtracks as a whole, were one of the best parts of Twilight, and Mm -hmm. say what you want about Twilight, but cool soundtracks. Soundtracks are amazing. Besides one of them, and we'll tell you about that (laughs) for a later time. Mm Mm-hmm. So, why don't we start by both just talking about our experience with the Twilight soundtrack, and... Mm -hmm. Um, how it affected our lives or how we felt about it. With the first one? Just yeah, the first just, one? just Twilight soundtrack. 2008. Oh. Do you want to start? <laughs> okay, I actually, I have a whole thing prepared. <laughs> this is going to sound really dramatic, but I think the Twilight so- soundtrack changed my life. I can see it. Because... <laughs> When I was in middle school, that's when it came out, I was mm. really, really, really concerned with what was on Top 40 radio and wearing Abercrombie and Hollister, and there was kind of a whole thing back then that was one defined look that was cool, and I was, like, obsessed with trying to be cool. And even in my diaries, I would write all the time about, like, 
people who are geeks and people who are popular. And it's kind of mean, but I would, like, be so concerned with that kind of stuff back then. And then the summer before eighth grade, I watched Gossip Girl for the first time, and I heard the song Time to Pretend by MGMT, and I was like, oh my god, what is that song? And I actually didn't get any of the lyrics or anything. I had no idea what it was, so I had to rewatch 18 episodes. I literally rewatched 18 episodes just to find what song it was, and it turned out to be MGMT, which is like a very cool alternative band, and like I didn't know anything like that at the time. It was like psychedelic and weird and like drugs kind of, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like I didn't know anything like that. And then, like, a few months later, the Twilight soundtrack came out, and that had alternative, like, indie type of music on it that I didn't really know. I didn't know bands like Paramore or, like, Iron and Wine, Muse. Like, I didn't know that kind of music really existed, and I just became really into it, and uh, I think changed my life. Like, I don't know, I feel like it made me more into, like, in a weird way, fashion and different types of movies and stuff, and like it all blended together. And yeah, it, made, it made you less basic. <laughs> <laughs> Even though Twilight was obviously wicked popular, mm-hmm. it wasn't as if I was some kind of like counterculture, obscure yeah. person for liking Twilight, but it totally changed my music taste, and I'm so grateful. And The reason I mentioned Gossip Girl, Mm. I know that seemed kind of random, is the person, I'll get back to this later, the person that did the music for Gossip Girl also did the music for Twilight. So, she changed my life. But we'll get to that later. (laughs) Okay. Um, I think my experience with the Twilight soundtracks is a little bit different. For a long time, it took me many, many years to sort of find my style of music, I guess, Mm -hmm. that I like to listen to. And I think right now is, like, the last couple years is, like, the first time where I really felt like the music that I was listening to represented sort of how I felt inside and really Mm -hmm. connected to. But before that, like, I, I experimented with country music Mm -hmm. I was just kind of going along with what my friends like to listen to for a long time and I really loved the Twilight soundtracks and I would listen to them on loop like the entire season of when a new movie (laughs) came out Mm -hmm. but and I really felt like I connected to the songs but I I didn't really do any more exploring after listening to them it was Mm -hmm. only until I got to college when I sort of found like Spotify and (laughs) just like could discover new music um but I really loved the soundtracks and that was probably yeah well sorry what you said uh, about like exploring I feel like that's what the Twilight soundtracks introduced to me is yeah because I only knew music that people presented to me like on the radio or I don't even know, in the car or whatever, and after I realized there were bands out there I've never heard of, it made me, like, so obsessed. Like, I started just going on Tumblr all the time and, like, always looking for new music. I don't even know how I found music back then. Um, Magazines, actually, like, Entertainment Weekly and Nylon and stuff, and 
I'm so grateful because it's been so fun to discover new music. And like now you're super into like Julian Baker and Phoebe Bridgers and like you probably wouldn't ever hear of those bands unless you kind of like looked for it. Or... Yeah, you have to put what I think I didn't realize back then is that you have to put an effort <laughs> into finding what you like. And I actually, fun. It, yeah, it is fun. And now I'm actually really into Licky Lee from, from the New Moon soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw her in concert recently, and she's actually one of my favorite artists. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm just so excited. I just love the soundtrack so much. Um, so the Twilight soundtrack was pretty well regarded by critics. So it's not just us people. Entertainment Weekly gave it an A minus, which is pretty good. Not bad. They can be kind of strict. Like they'll give F's to people. So, <laughs> uh, but I want to get into. So the woman who made all of the Twilight soundtracks or put them together is named Alexandra Patsavas, and she is amazing. She's the music supervisor. She was the music supervisor for The O.C., Grey's Anatomy, The Hunger Games, Catching Fire, The Perks of Being a Wildflower, which is one of my favorite movie soundtracks too, and a ton of other shows oh, like How Old Is She? Stuff. I think she's like 50 now. Oh, okay. Wait, wow, let me look it up. Cool. I don't want to I don't want to <laughs> <laughs> say that if she's younger. I thought I read somewhere that some a band wrote a song about her, but I actually couldn't find it again. Oh, yeah, she's 50 years old. Lives oh, my in God, Chicago. she looks great. I know. She's very cute. She looks very young for her age. Mm-hmm. She has the best music taste I've ever heard of. Like, what? How does she even find all this yeah. stuff? Because I think she's just super interesting. Like, with shows such as The O.C. and Gossip Girl, she brought a lot of music to the shows that hadn't even been released yet apparently i mean same with the twilight soundtracks and those songs kind of like debuted on the show and oh didn't you say that she did Grey's anatomy yeah um so many songs like became hits from Grey's anatomy yeah like um how to save a life Mm -hmm. and that's it's right here oh really cars yeah yeah just breathe (laughs) That song. that song? Oh, like 2 a.m. Yeah. It's 2 a.m. Was that on Grey's Anatomy? Yeah. All those songs. I love songs. that song. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And like I said, MGMT became my favorite band and I literally got that from Gossip yeah. Girl. She was nominated for Grammys for Twilight. What? The soundtrack. Yeah. And the Eclipse soundtrack. No way. Mm-hmm. Not the New Moon soundtrack? No, not New Moon, which is really weird. I the uh, like, we'll get into that later. Um, but that's impressive. And she's also was nominated for Grey's Anatomy, I think, a few times. She is amazing. I'm surprised they were able to get her. For Twilight? Yeah, when hmm. it was just starting out because it was... People didn't know it was going to be so successful. I know. Whereas The Hunger Games, I bet they when knew did, right away that that was going to be a success. When did... Grey's Anatomy start? 2004. Hmm. So maybe, yeah, she must have already been pretty successful with it, but I don't know if she had done many movies yet. It seemed like she did mostly TV, so I don't know. I wonder. 
yeah, how did Catherine Hardwick, like, hook up with her? I don't know. Yeah. So, you know how when we were talking about the casting of Twilight, we said that it's cool that they cast kind of unknown actors? Yeah. I feel like the fact that the music they put in it was kind of unknown also has the same effect. It's, Mm -hmm. like, fresh, and you don't already have a preconceived idea about it. Like, if you put a song in a movie like, you know... It came out in 2008 if Umbrella by Rihanna was in it or something. Not that they would put Umbrella yeah. by Rihanna, but it would be distracting. Yeah, I agree. You're like, oh, what? Didn't you say that there's only one song that was written before? That what? Like, um, most of the songs were all written for Twilight. Except for the first soundtrack. Those oh, okay. are, like, original songs. And then, except for some of them, um, like, Decode was original, for, I think, right? Was written for, for Twilight. Twilight. And I, I think... think so. uh, Mm, I mean, the Robert Pattinson ones, I think, were... I think they were his original songs. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah, I think that most of the songs on the Twilight soundtrack were existing songs, but then later, for New Moon, Eclipse Breaking Dawn, they made the songs for it. Yeah, like, Supermassive Black Hole is in... I was reading that it's actually in many different things. It's in a lot of TV shows. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Muse has, like, so much music. It was just kind of one of their songs. Yeah. And they were already kind of successful as, like, a alternative band, so... Yeah. Just so happened to be on it. They're Stephanie Meyer's favorite band, right? <laughs> Doesn't she shout them out in the beginning of <laughs> yes. New Moon? In the book, she thinks that, right? <laughs> yeah. I, For being her muse. Yeah. I think Stephanie Meyer is an interesting lady. Like, yeah. She's like a stay-at-home mom. Like, just picture this stay-at-home mom who's probably, like, driving her kids around and stuff. And then also has this, like, music taste that's kind of punky. And yeah. Alternative. I picture her just driving around Arizona. Like, and also Mormon. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. But the, the music supervisor, Alex Pitsavas said in a noisy article, basically what I just said, she said, showcasing emerging talent and premiering new songs is one of my favorite aspects of music supervision. I think special projects are best served by musical point of view or signature sound. Brand new music, especially by artists clearly at the beginning of what of what is going to be a long and important career, cements this. It's important to me that certain tracks or artists remind the viewer of a scene or character. So yeah, like mm-hmm. we never heard these songs before until now, so it's like... Yeah. Kind of belongs to the scene. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, should we go song by song and say what we think? Sure. Okay. Twilight, first movie, soundtrack. The first song is Supermassive Black Hole. Iconic. <laughs>
Yeah, this is a great choice for the baseball yeah. scene. It's kind of like, it's a hot song. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's cool. His voice is cool. I was just talking about this the other day in the car with Shannon Gatlin. Mm-hmm. My sisters. That I feel like the song could be in a different language and I wouldn't even notice. Yeah. I can't understand what he's saying. Yeah. At all. Well, some, Until the some... chorus, he's like, Glaciers melting in the dead of night. Oh, I just know the part. Superstars sucked into the superman. But the whole other part, I'm like, ooh, baby, I'm a fool for you. Is that a line? Yeah, I don't know what he's... <laughs> Wait, I'm going to look up the lyrics. <laughs> you know what I like about this song is that the baseball scene is just such a fun, mm. exciting moment before... All the trouble starts in, and it's just like you can enjoy this scene and all all the special effects that are going along with it. Um, Yeah, it's very pleasurable. Yeah. Just fun, but not really in like, I don't think it's stupid or anything. No, 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 no. No, it's like... Cool, like seeing what vampires can do and stuff. Yeah. Okay, apparently these are the lyrics. Oh, baby, don't you know I suffer? I did not know that. Did you? Oh, baby, can, can you, you hear, hear me, me moan? moan? <laughs> oh, my God, it's dirty. You caught me under false pretenses. How long before you let me go? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you set my set soul my alight. Soul I did not know he said that. I literally can't understand. He could be speaking Swedish or something, and I would have no idea. Um, the is there a Simish Sim version of the <laughs> song? I think there is. You almost don't need a Simlish version. What do you think of this song? Me? Mm-hmm. I really like it. Should we should we like a grade of, everything or Oh, know? give it a grade? Yeah. I would say this song is a A minus. A minus. Wait, can I see the more of the lyrics? Yeah. I thought I was a fool for no one. Oh baby, I'm a fool for you. I, I hear him say that if I understand. Yeah, I hear that. You're, You're the, the queen, queen of the superficial and how long before you tell the truth? I think I knew that. Maybe. I think I knew that, too. I did not know he said, Ooh, you set my soul alight. Like, I had no idea he said that. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those songs where you don't have to listen to the lyrics. Yeah. It's just cool. Yeah, what would you grade it? I think I'd give it an A-2. What's Sorry. stopping you from giving it an A? I think the very beginning... Like, the first couple seconds mm-hmm. kind of annoys me. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, before the singing starts. Yeah. I don't know. And also the fact that I can't understand him kind of annoys me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saving my A's. Yeah. I I think an A- minus is a good grade. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's, no, I think it's really good. The next song is Decode by Paramore. And they made a special music video. I remember seeing this play on the end. I miss the end. Teenic. Where else are teens supposed to watch the TV? Okay, here we go.
So, Decode by Paramore. This was the credit song. Mm. The mm -hmm. first credit song. And I feel like, am I correct? I think the video came out before the movie, maybe. Yeah, I think so. I, maybe not? I don't know. I feel like it was kind of a trailer type of thing in a way. This was definitely the song that I feel people associated with Twilight in the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Before... Mm -hmm. It's it's so emo. It's oh my gosh, watching the video is yeah, funny. This like is her, very 2008. Her red hair and side bangs. Oh my gosh, and just the guitarist and the, I don't know. I was never emo. Yeah, me neither. Do you know a lot of people who are like? I know a lot of people who are nostalgic about emo stuff. Yeah, and talk fondly about like Club Boy. Yeah. Yeah. And then even other bands, like, I don't know, I can't even think. Because I wasn't part of it, but they're like, uh, oh, I missed those days. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I know I wasn't a lot part of people, that. and they're, like, emo currently. Um, yeah. I feel like some emo bands weren't even that emo, though. Like, I don't think Weezer really is that. I don't think Death Cab for Cutie is really emo. We're looking at a list of emo bands. <laughs> <laughs> Were you guys emo? Did you listen to um, Taking Back Sunday? I don't think Panic at the Disco was that emo either. I feel like they were more pop emo in a way, if that makes sense. Or like yeah. pop punk. Oh, I, I think all of this punk. is pop punk. Yeah, maybe. I don't what know. about um, Simple Plan? Okay, I I used to like Simple Plan. I can't listen to that anymore, though. Yeah. I don't want to. Oh, yeah, me neither. <laughs> what are they? I don't... I don't know. Like, is it just me, or were there a lot of young kids that liked Simple Plan? Yeah, I mean, I was, was like... That I was six. Was that the intent? I don't or? know. I don't know. <laughs> um, did you like Paramore? Yeah, I did. But now... I, maybe in like 10 years, I'll feel nostalgic about it. I think maybe it's just too soon. I've noticed that for me, whatever is like, I mean, I'm only 24 years old. I haven't lived that long, but I feel like 10 years ago is always like embarrassing to me. Oh, I agree. Not Twilight, because I love Twilight. But yeah. um, <laughs> I used, in the 2000s, I thought the 90s sucked so bad. I was like, yeah, the 90s too. had no style. There was nothing defining about it, nothing cool, and I thought it was I lame. I thought they were so lame, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was just so lame, like, nerdy. Now I like 90s stuff, but I think you need to be further away to appreciate it. Yeah, but I feel like people are feeling very nostalgic for mm. emo music now. I know. I'm not ready. There's, like, emo nights in many different cities all over the place. I, I know think. someone from my work went to that, and I just I was not interested. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's better than country music. True. I No offense to anyone that likes country. And I do like old country music, actually. You know what I didn't like about Paramore? Is I Say it. I remember reading in some magazine or something that they were comparing what Demi Lovato was trying to be as copying Paramore. Mm -hmm. And, like, I think her album was, like, inspired by the Riot album. Like, the mm. art and, like... Oh, the yeah, I can songs, see that. like, everything was, like, kind of copying Paramore, and then I sort of associated... too. Yeah, and then I sort of associated Paramore with <laughs> Demi Lovato, and uh, so I kind of thought of it as, like, mm, kind of Disney Channel. Hmm. Not Paramore's fault. 
No, yeah, I know, but I I <laughs> I saw them as like similar. Yeah. I I enjoy Paramore's recent music. Oh, me too. But I I have trouble listening to their old music now. But I I'm sure someday soon I'll like it again. Not that I dislike this. I I do like this song. I know all the words and it's fun to sing. <laughs> I love the parts like how do we get here? I used to know you so well. And I think about that lyric a lot. It's like um, funny to slide into conversation. Yeah, this song I'm not as nos- not nostalgic, but I'm not as attached to because it's not actually in the movie. Yeah. Credit just song. a credit song. Mm-hmm. So, but would you give it for a grade? I would give it a B. I would give it a B minus. Oh, ouch! What's that for? Or am I being too harsh with my stuff? Because I do love the soundtrack. It's like yeah, one of my favorite albums ever. Is everything actually an A? And I'm just thinking too hard right now, or I don't know. No. In, in my experience, though, the songs for a movie that have the music video mm-hmm. with clips from the movie, I don't know, it's never the best You're right. song. Like, and later on when um, A Thousand Years by Christine Perry, mm-hmm. that sort of becomes the, the theme song for The Breaking Dawns. Yeah. It's like the worst song. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. I agree there. Okay. Track three, ooh, I love this one, is Full Moon by the Black Ghosts. When the full bush turns white, that's when I come on. So this one plays when she's moving from Phoenix to Forks, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when she's in the car. Yep, in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And I remember in the movie, the first time I saw it, when this song starts playing, I remember thinking, this is my favorite movie. Yeah. <laughs> this part, every time I watch it, gets me excited. <laughs> <laughs> me too. And I think that the scene matters a lot with the song. Like, when I hear this song, I think of the scene. Mm-hmm. I think it makes me like it a little bit more, but I think it's a cool song. It's got a cool vibe. It does sound deserty to me. Yeah, I was just thinking that. And um, I think I like how it talks about the moon and stuff. Because, yeah, because Twilight, Twilight, the moon, moon. Like I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it connects. And I feel like by the time we're at song three, like we've had two kind of electric guitarish type of songs, and now we have more of an acoustic one, and it's kind of like bringing the whole. There's, like, a whole collective vibe to the soundtrack, you know? Like, all the songs together. And I think it's cool. I agree. Um, Do you know the lyrics to it? I only know some of them. It's kind of the same as Supermassive, Mm -hmm. where I don't know everything he's saying. I know it's, like, when the full moon turns white, that's when I come home. That's when I come home, Maybe. I don't know what that means. 
That's kind of wolfy vibes. Yeah. Oh, nope, we have the lyrics totally wrong. <laughs> this says, can we trust this? Google says <laughs> the lyrics are, when the thorn bush turns white, that's when I'll come home. Okay. The thorn bush. I'm going out to see what I can sow, and I don't know where I'll go, and I don't know what I'll see. But I'll try not to bring it back home with me. See, that's kind of perfect for her moving because it's like, I don't know what I'm going to, what's going to mm. happen. Like it's, mm. this song kind of is like the start of a journey. Yeah. That we are going on. You're so right, Mel. Then it says, like the morning sun, your eyes will follow me as you watch me wander, curse the powers that be. Because all I want is here and now, but it's already been and gone. Our intentions always last that bit too long. That's so Twilighty because mm. his eyes are watching her. True. How would you grade this song? I, I really like this song. I don't know. I think I'd give it an A. What would you give it? I think I would give it an A as well. <gasps> wow. I do not like the next song that much. Yeah, me mm. neither. We've got track four, Leave Out All the Rest by Linkin Park. to be missed some reason to be don't forget <laughs> me when you're feeling empty I hate it, <laughs> I hate it. okay <laughs> I don't actually listening to it I think I like it hmm I still don't love it plus it, it it's another credit song a, yeah it has that disadvantage it's a second credit it's song a, actually even worse. technically there's the credit song that's playing when like <laughs> oh yeah you're right there's like the radio head song yeah yeah wait really yeah okay yeah it's not on the soundtrack but oh we'll talk about that later and then there's the Paramore song. Mm -hmm. And then there's so this one. This the is like third. This is the final this credit song. This is like song. no one's left in the theater. Yeah. Someone's cleaning up popcorn. This is like you left the DVD <laughs> yeah. on and yeah. it's playing. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Linkin Park. R.I.P. I feel like Linkin Park is a pretty emo band. Am I correct in saying that? Yeah. And this song, I think, is very emo. It has that voice. I think I liked it at the time, and I actually mm -hmm. kind of like listening to it now, but... Mm. Um, the chorus bugs me. I don't know why. I don't like his voice. 
Actually, I don't like his voice the entire thing. You are free to love it. I'm not, I wish I loved it more. I It's not bad. I think the beginning's really pretty, and I like the lyrics. It brings me back. Mm-hmm. What would you grade it? Oh, you're gonna hate me. No, I don't care. I'm not attached. I don't know. Maybe, like, uh, C? I would give it a B minus. All right. The fifth song is Spotlight by Mute Math. about mute math me neither but i think this is a cool song and especially the part in the movie it's in is so great mm -hmm. it's a montage mm -hmm. when they're walking to school and he has the sunglasses on and mm -hmm. he puts his arm around her and when they're talking on the rocks yeah carlisle's biting him yeah it's kind of the whole now you're in the thick of it, like mm -hmm. being a vampire and they're dating, and it's really exciting. But besides the scene, I think it's an interesting song. It has a bunch of different parts to it, kind yeah. of. Yeah, the beginning is very... The beginning kind of sounds like an old movie, or... Mm. It's, it sounds very fantasy as yeah. well, and... I know what you mean. Wilderness-like, I don't know. <laughs> Do we know the lyrics to this song? Nope. Just got a whole lot left to say now. You knocked all your wind out. You just tried too hard and you froze. I know. I know. What do you say? What do you say? What did he say? What did he say? <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> it tells me nothing because he's scared of you. <laughs> Um, oh, so just take the fall, you're one of us. See, that's kind of like as she's learning oh about the Collins. Oh my gosh, did they do this on purpose? Now she's one of them. That's so weird. Is this just a coincidence or are we looking too hard into this? Oh, and then know. the spotlight is on as they're walking into school. Everyone, you're right. Everyone is looking at them. The spotlight's on them. Do you think Alex Petsavas did that on purpose? I don't know. It's smart. Maybe. That's really good. Oh my gosh. What do you think about this lyric, though? I don't know if it matches, because everyone would rather watch you fall. Well, she falls a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if people want her to fail or anything. 
Um, I think kind of Rosalie. Mm. People are jealous. Yeah. You're right. What would you give this song? Hmm, B plus. Me too. I like it, but I'm not it's obsessed. Not, yeah, yeah. It's good. I'm not going to go out of my way. Next is Go All the Way Into the Twilight by Perry Farrell. He was in Jane's Addiction. You know that band? No. <laughs> Their like most famous song is called uh, Jane Says. I bet you know it. It's like Jane Says. Yeah. Yeah, I know that song. I don't know why they're so obsessed with Jane, but that's so weird. I didn't know that. Um. So that guy ended up on the Twilight soundtrack. This song is so on the nose that it makes me think that it had to be written for Twilight. I know. Yeah, because, so this is a weird thing. We, If you listen to the song on the soundtrack, the lyrics say, um, let's go into Twilight at the end of the chorus. Mm -hmm. But if you watch the movie on the DVD, the words are changed. I don't know why. What but does it, it say? I don't even know. It's like... they. Make it a similar sounding word, and I have no idea why. I'm always like, has anyone written an article about that? <laughs> like, it's a conspiracy. But like, I don't think anybody even noticed. In the theater, did it was it something else? Did they just change in the it theater? For the DVD? I think it was, it was Twilight, and then on the DVD, I'm pretty sure the word has changed. Not white coat. Was that it? It sounded like, yeah. let's go crazy tonight. Like, I don't think that... It's, I don't get it. Like, why yeah. would they change it? Maybe they thought it was too on the nose. Maybe. There's another song in, later on that says Twilight in on the Eclipse soundtrack. Mm. I remember that. I'm drawing a blank on what it is. You'll find out when we review the Eclipse <laughs> soundtrack. <laughs> um... 
Yeah, that's always bothered me. It doesn't have anything to do with this song, but... Can we listen to it one more time to see what they say? The... I feel like this is, like, in, like, crime documentaries when they, like, yeah. take a sound music <laughs> and they... Is this the Mandela effect? I swear they changed it. It sounds like it kind of goes, like, the, the lyrics kind of... They kinda... muffle it, kind Yeah. Of. It's like, I don't even know what he's saying. Yeah. It sounds to me like the ghost way tonight or it's, something. It's kind of spooky know. that they do this. I know. How did... What? I never noticed this because I, I just... I feel like when I watch this, I think it says, let's go into Twilight. I don't know how I noticed yeah. this, but... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was because they thought it was corny that it said Twilight, or I thought maybe... I don't know why. Maybe they figure it out. Like, maybe the artist didn't... Well, they kind of muffle it. Maybe it's because they couldn't quite hear what she says there. Maybe. Because what, what does she say? You're really trying to kill me? I think she says that. Yeah. <laughs> she wants to kill So maybe to, like, make that easier for her to make out. It's a fun song. I would have it. I should play it at a party sometime Yeah. Soon. It's cool. I would grade it. B+. Plus. B+. Plus. What would you grade it? I would give it a B. Mm. Only because the verse is a little bit... Weird. Weird. And yeah. the voices, it's kind of speaking. Yeah. In this little voice, and I don't know, bothers me a little yeah. bit. But I really like it for the scene. I think it's yeah, perfect. Yeah, it is perfect for the scene. It's absolutely perfect. But it is a little too on the nose. Mm. And they even say sparkle and shine. Yeah, it sounds like someone... What? It sounds like <laughs> they came to this guy mm -hmm. and said, can you write a song for the movie? <laughs> he read the book and then just took <laughs> what if? What if he didn't even make it for the movie and... Can we pull up the lyrics again? Yeah. Can it coincidentally... Every day. Every day. Every day we're going all the way. That doesn't going really have anything all to do the with way. No, but it's vague. Wait, I think it has like, its anything. own music video. It's kind of weird. The fact that it has its own music video of people partying and stuff makes me think it actually wasn't written for yeah, Twilight. Yeah, maybe she found the song and was like, wow, well, this is very twilight <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> This is perfect. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Maybe she Googled Twilight. Yeah, or Twilight on lyric. iTunes. Twilight and then, oh. Yeah. Here's a song. But sparkle and shine, I mean, that. I know. Can we see more of the lyrics? <laughs> the part where also it says lightning strikes is mm. kind of cool because baseball scene, I don't know. Maybe that's a stretch, but. First time I saw you when we first met, I had the fever as bad as it gets. I mean, that's kind of vague, but. You let me see much in my eyes. It was so smooth. Sparkle and shine and it shined. You asked me on many dates and took me to exotic places. You saw the look upon your face. You men must really love the chases. <laughs> <laughs> well, she is being chased by a tracker. True. <laughs> I'm going to let you have it like you've never had before. So take me, take me. I mean, Bella's kind of like that. Yeah. Edward's like, no. You are away with me no other way. 
You are away with me no other way. You are away with me no other way. <laughs> Did we already agree this song? <laughs> <laughs> Did we? I gave yep. it a B plus. I think I might mm, I might change it to a B for okay. the same reasons that you said. It's a cool song. It's a cool song. But we were just dancing to it. <laughs> The next song is Tremble for My Beloved by Collective Soul. Plays in Bella Gets Saved by Edward from the van. Yeah, there aren't many lyrics. The hour has begun. Your eyes have now opened. It's a world (laughs) where madness craves. It's a world where hopes enslave. Or I'll tremble for my love always. And those lyrics kind of repeat. The only Mm -hmm. other lyric is your window. Windows have opened wide. Your innocence takes flight. And then... Yeah, it's a world where madness craves. I, I kind of like the Twilight. I think um, Madness Craves, kind of like the thirst and everything. Yeah, and your innocent takes flight. It's like the whole forbidden fruit mm. theme. Tremble for my love. I don't really know what that means. I obviously know what it means to tremble, but I don't know. Well, <laughs> is it just like being nervous? Maybe. That applies. Yeah, she's nervous. <laughs> yeah, so this plays in the part where Edward just stopped the van. They kind of look at each other with wide eyes. And then everyone's like, Bella, Bella, are you okay? Are you okay? But only the beginning really plays. Yeah. There's no lyrics in the yeah. actual movie. Only the first 30 seconds or so. It's cool in the movie. Yeah, it's a good song. It is a good song. But it's kind of forgettable. Yeah, but it, it's good in, in the place that it mm-hmm. is 
Yeah. I would, I mean, I don't know. Grading wise, it's like I would probably give it a B because I think it's it it's good. Mm. It's a good song mm-hmm. for that spot, but it it's not like one of my favorites. Mm. Yeah, I'll give it. I'd give it a B too. Then we have the next Paramore song. I caught myself. When does this play? This plays when they're in the dress shop. Oh yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. this song better than the other Paramore song. I was just going to ask you which one you like more. I think I would actually genuinely jam to this song and Mm. get under the covers and cry to myself. (laughs) Okay, the thing is I like the way this one sounds more, but I enjoy the lyrics of the other one more. I don't know, I just love building the how do we get here part. Mm -hmm. This part I don't really feel as like, yes. But I, I like it. It's like less or more, I don't know, something. I don't know. Something that I was thinking about okay. as we were listening to this song is that having Paramore on the soundtrack, it kind of fit with the moodiness and the time and mm-hmm. the hot topic vibes of the Twilight fans and yeah. everything. But I feel like they didn't need to be on the soundtrack. Like, yeah. the songs that they have are not very Twilighty per se, besides the fact that it caters to the audience. Yeah, you know what you mean. Like, if it was made at a different time, I don't mm-hmm. think Paramore would be on it still. Yeah. Because this, this just plays in the dress shop scene. Yeah. all those, It could have been anything. Both the Paramore songs Paramore songs could be easily replaced, Mm -hmm. and it wouldn't make a huge difference. Does this song, do the lyrics remind you of Twilight? Down to you, you're pushing and pulling. Okay, I'll just say them. (laughs) Down to you, you're pushing and pulling me down to you. Sounds kind of (laughs) dirty. But I don't know what I... I don't know what I... Now when I caught myself, I had to stop myself. I'm saying something that I should have never thought. Now when I caught myself, I had to stop myself. 
saying something that I should have never thought of you, of you, your potion and pulling <laughs> me down to you. But I don't know what I want. You got it. You got it. Some <laughs> kind of magic. Yes. Hypnotic, hypnotic, hypnotic. You're leaving me breathless. Yeah, that's pretty. I hate this. I hate this. You're not the one I believe in. With God as my witness. What if, I, don't, I don't know. Really, really. But I, I like the lyrics to this actually. Yeah. I, I myself relate to this song. I think the part where it's, yeah, I don't too. know what I want. I get that. I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like Bella knows what she wants. That's true. But I don't think it necessarily has to relate to Twilight. It's just kind of fun. To... I'm rereading the first book right now mm -hmm. and this reminds me a lot of how in the beginning when she's like unsure of what he is and she's mm. like you're some kind of supernatural yeah. thing like radioactive spider mm -hmm. and, and in, in the beginning she's like saying to herself like why are you even thinking that like it's ridiculous like, yeah at first she thinks it's like silly to yeah even... and how this these lyrics are saying I had to stop myself, like, of thinking of you, and all the time in the book, she's mm -hmm. like, I'm thinking about Edward an obsessive amount, and mm -hmm. it's unhealthy, like, she's yeah. like, she's like, I have to stop thinking of Edward. Yeah. So, that relates. Yeah. And she's kind of tortured, too, about it. She's mm -hmm. like, I hate this. Like, he's, like, frustrating her, how she doesn't know yeah. what's going on. I like this song. Yeah. I, think I can't decide if I like this or Decode more. Maybe, I don't know, maybe I like this one more. I can't decide. Maybe, I don't know. What did I give to code? I think I was a B or a B minus. Mm. I think I'll give this one a B or B plus. I think I'll give it a B plus. I, I I'll really give it like a B it. Plus. I'll give it a B plus. So I guess that means I like this more. Then we're almost done. <laughs> <laughs> Taking actually longer than I thought. I thought this is going to be like way shorter. Eyes on Fire. I love this song by Blue Foundation.
this song a lot can you pull up the lyrics like i listen to this song just on its own sometimes first verse i'll seek you out flay you alive one more word one more word and you won't survive and i'm not scared of your stolen power i see right through you any hour i won't soothe your pain i won't ease your strain you'll be waiting in vain i got nothing for you to gain and then eventually the chorus is eyes on fire, your spine is ablaze. Felling any felling I don't know. Felling any foe with my gaze. And just in time, in the right place, steadily emerging with grace. Felling what is that someone spells cut down a tree. Um or stitch down the end of a seam. Okay, those are kind of two different things, but felling any foe. Oh, like cut down any enemy yeah. with my gaze. This is all kind of Edward perspective. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I just think this song is so moody, and for some reason it reminds me of Mist and stuff. And also, mm. has, I don't know why, it sort of reminds me of the Native American tribe. I don't know why, like Quilly, it's, it doesn't have... Feels a little. It feels wildernessy to me, yeah. and really cool. And yeah, I think it is very Edward. I mean, he's the one with the eyes that change color, mm -hmm. and especially since they can have red eyes, like eyes on fire. He doesn't have red eyes, but and the does it say I'll hunt you down? I'll seek you out. And one more word, and you won't survive. It's like that tension of they could kill her at any moment. But then the lyric, and I'm not scared of your stolen power. That brings me back to Bella's perspective mm -hmm. in a way. Yeah. Like she's not scared of who he is. And he didn't really do anything to deserve his powers or anything. He was just... Yeah. Not that he stole it, but like, it just kind of happened to him. And then, I won't soothe your pain. That's kind of Edward saying he's dangerous. Mm -hmm. I love this song. I think... Oh, yeah. And the part it plays... Do you want to recite the oh yeah the, lyric, the words if you remember? Um, I, I I don't know if I need the music on to do it. Oh yeah. I plan to confront him. And oh, and demand and demand to know no. what his problem was, but he didn't show. Next day, another no show. What would you give this song? I don't want to hurt your feelings, but it's I think fine. I would give it a, a a B. B. Because it is somewhat forgettable to me, even though I think it's a great song. I don't I, know why. To me, it's, like, not forgettable at all. I don't know. It's one of the main ones I think of. But that's fine. So you give it a B. I would give it an A. Interesting. Mm -hmm. This song was a key part of the first Twilight movie <laughs> soundtrack in 2008. Belle's initial silent encounter with Edward Cullen was an exchange of intense gazes. I'll Seek You Out could also f refer to the inevitable fate that finds them both bringing together a bittersweet doom. The song also plays during her visions and daydreams of Edward, romanticizing the idea of him yet giving it a more gothic, mysterious tone. Ooh. That is something that was written 
on the lyrics page. Mm -hmm. The tenth song on the soundtrack, a great one by our boy Robert Pattinson. Love it. Is Never Think. just brought me to tears. <laughs> She's tearing up. <laughs> it is beautiful. Oh. Once I put my coat on, I know how and how I know it's all wrong. As <gasps> if there couldn't be any other reason to find Robert Pattinson so attractive. I can't oh. also amazing musician. Mm -hmm. I wonder oh. if if he's still actively writing music and I don't know. singing. You know what's weird is I feel like I bring up Entertainment Weekly all the time, but like my family has subscribed to it since like the 90s and it comes every week, so mm -hmm. I've read a lot of it. But I remember that there's an article that said that he was going to come out with like an album. Yeah. Like with his friend or something, and it just never happened. Yeah. I, I can't picture it happening now, I feel no, like. I don't think so. But... A lot of people still don't know that he is a musician. Mm. When I watched this with my friends, I was like, when the song plays, when they're in the diner mm -hmm. or the restaurant, mm -hmm. it's in the background, and they were shocked that this was him. Oh, such a beautiful song. The lyrics make me think that he wrote this for Twilight. I know. They're so spot on. Because remember he was gonna write a song for... He was gonna write Bella's Lullaby, so maybe, oh, like, yeah. instead mm -hmm. of doing that, he wrote this. Maybe. Part where it says, and save your soul, save your soul before you're too far gone, before nothing can be done. I mean, that obviously seems like it's Edward's perspective, saying, don't become a vampire like yeah. me. And then, I ain't got no fight in me in this whole damn world tell you to hold off you choose to hold on it's the one thing that I've known that's like mm. when he's saying if you're smart you'll stay away from me yeah well, let's say for argument's sake that I'm not <laughs> smart <laughs> you're so right and then it says girl save your soul girl save your soul because <laughs> <sighs> without me you got it all so hold on it's really self-deprecating mm -hmm. Um, it's really Edward, this song. Yeah, it's very Edward. 
And yeah, I, I think I said this when it was playing, but I remember you said that he sounded like a cowboy. Yeah. He sounds, like, really Western. Yeah. Some he? parts I can't really understand what he's saying. But yeah. He's kind of right. mumbling. <laughs> yeah. So, are we ready to grade? Do you have more to say, though? Um, no. I would give this one an A-. minus. How come A-? minus? I don't want to spoil anything, but I, I think it's because I like the other Robert Pattinson one mm -hmm. more. I do, too. But... Yeah. I don't know if that's a fair reason to give it a minus. You know what? I might just give it an A. Yeah, I might just give it an A too. Why not? I wish the other soundtracks got Rob I know. too. Why didn't they? I feel like he just gave so much of himself to this first Twilight. Mm -hmm. He really did. So the 11th song is Flightless Bird, American Mouth. I was a quick without explanation that this is the best song okay, in best song. all of Twilight. Yep. Yes. <laughs> thank you. And didn't Kristen Stewart kind of pick this song out? Yeah, I think there was um, a list of options that mm -hmm. she was given and she chose this one. I love it. I have said this before. I wanted to play it. My wedding. Yeah, I think I wanted to play it mine too. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. The thing is the lyrics to me aren't important that rel relative to Twilight or even love that much I mean but I, I love them they're like so yeah random and it's, yeah you know what it reminds me of is hallelujah mm. how when you listen to that song you're like what is this about yeah <laughs> <laughs> what is this about <laughs> yeah I like that I really like the chorus. I think it's so unique and um oh the chorus I Have love I found you flightless bird Jealous Weeping or Lost You, American Mouth, Big Bill Looming. I don't, I don't know what, let's see what other people think that means. But I think the first part, like, have I found you, Flightless Bird, to me it seems like, have you found someone who's going to stay with you forever? Yeah. Because I can't fly away. And it's just so beautiful, like, when they're in the gazebo and it's, it's like, Ugh, I just found... love the sound of it. Yeah. 
I hope someday, like, when I find the person that I'm supposed to be with, this is the song that plays in the background in my head. <laughs> so, Genius.com always gives explanations for lyrics, but weirdly, there's no explanation here of the American mouth part, which is the part that I don't get. Yeah. Or Big Pill Looming. Do you know what that is? Okay, so that seems like there's going to be a big pill to swallow. Mmm. Something that's hard to admit to yourself or something? Yeah, because it says, or lost you. Mm-hmm. So, it's almost like... like or do I have to face it that... <gasps> Oh my god, that, like, maybe actually this will end mm -hmm. in Bella's death someday. Yeah, or in New Moon. It's mm -hmm. kind of foreshadowing that mm -hmm. there's going to be a separation. I just think it's a beautiful song. It's very unique. I think everybody likes it. I don't know. If you don't like it, then let us know. Yeah. But it's just kind of one of those songs that is so beautiful. And... Not to get into it, but I think they made the right choice by um, bringing it back mm -hmm. and breaking down. Me too. Because, I love that part. Yeah. Because like, this is like the Twilight song. I think that the prom scene with this song playing is the most romantic part in the whole series. I don't know if mm -hmm. you agree. Yeah. And also, Robert Pattinson was asked, I think, fairly recently, like, in the last mm -hmm. couple of years or so, what his favorite scene from Twilight was. And he said this scene because this scene started it all. And I think what he meant by that is like once people got to the scene in the theaters, yeah. they were obsessed with Twilight. Yeah. Oh, we have the same favorite scene, I think. Me and Rob. Yeah. I think this is my favorite scene too. I give this an A+. Plus. Me too. Wow. A++. Plus plus plus. You really outdid yourself, Iron and Wine. Which, this, I like Iron and Wine. I've listened to some of their other songs after I heard this. Next is Bella's Lullaby, a instrumental score song by Carter Burwell. Yep.
What do you think of Bella's Lullaby? Do you like it? Did it live up to the hype? Before the movie came out, mm-hmm. everybody was like, what is Bella's Lullaby gonna be? Because in the book, like, he hums it a lot and stuff. Yeah. I think it did. Wait, would, um, did this song, this score exist before Twilight, though? Or was it written for Twilight? This was written for Twilight. Really? Yeah. I thought it was, like, a well-known song. Nope. Uh, Claire de Lune is a known song, but Carter Burwell wrote the score. I really like Bella's Lullaby, and I think it's perfect for the film. I think it's catchy, like, it's a memorable score, and they play it in all the movies. I think we'll play different versions of it, like, slower versions and, like, quieter versions and stuff, but, you know, I think it's memorable. You know how Harry Potter has its, like, score? yeah. Pirates Caribbean has its score. I think it's really memorable. Everything has its sound, and I think it's it's a good one. Maybe it's because I, it's just so ingrained from the movies, but it sounds foresty. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah, I'm pleased with it. When you read the book before the movie came out, were you aware? I feel like I didn't really think about Bella's Lullaby, but I know a lot of fans were awaiting it, and I know that there was some other song. That someone just put on, like, a fan playlist and people thought it was actually going to be Bella's Lullaby, but then it obviously wasn't. Um, I was mostly interested in it because Catherine Hardwick said that maybe Robert Pattinson was going <laughs> to do the lullaby. So mm-hmm. I was like, what? Wait, we should put that clip in. Can you tell us a little bit about... Um, I've just announced that you're writing the lullaby. Oh, yeah. you <laughs> just hop, hop in real fast and tell us... Sure. I, what well, do you, I don't know if I am yet. What are you trying uh, to do with the Maybe you should. Uh, now you're like stuck to it. You have to. So uh, I'm trying to. I only just told today. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm just lying. Um, and I'm thinking about just making it up on the spot. He can he can play piano, so it's like anything that will be will be great. Great. It'll be great. It's gonna be so. <laughs> He's great. just insecure. It's gonna be really good. The fans also wanted to ask about Bella's lullaby, which is in the book. And right. Right. Robert just talking about it. Um, tell us about the play. Rob's writing a song on the piano. Or? Well, I told him uh, he should write one, and <laughs> let's see if we could make it work. Because it'd be really cool if it was Rob's song. He's a beautiful musician, very creative soul, very similar to Edward. I mean, he just totally reads the most interesting stuff and sees the most interesting movies and very introspective and diving into his, you know, existential self, you know. No, but I'm happy with how this turned out. It's good. I like it. Puts me in a good mood. I would give it an A. Me too. That's it for the soundtrack, but then there are three bonus songs. So then with the bonus tracks, 13 is Let Me Sign by Robert Pattinson. Oh my god. Oh my god. This song is... Mel loves this one. Really No, good. it's so good. And this plays when Edward sucks the blood out of Bella. The venom out. Voice that 
up in the sky She said, whoa, I got all over Yeah, it's a bit of shade I'll wrap you in my arm And don't let me sign Standing by the broken tree, her hands were all twisted, she was pointing at me. I was damned by the light coming out of her eyes. She spoke with a voice that disrupted the sky. She said, walk on over there, yeah. <laughs> a bit of shade, I'll wrap you in my arms, and <laughs> no, you've been saved. Let oh. me sign. So I guess the part where he's like... Where it says, I will wrap you in my arms and you'll know you've been saved. That's mm -hmm. kind of spot on for the fact that he's saving her. True. In that moment. And of course, that beautiful montage is playing. Mm -hmm. I was out for a drink in a Soho bar. <laughs> Not really applicable. But Rob, I love you. He loves Soho bars. <laughs> the air was smoked out like a cheap cigar. She rose out of her seat like a painted ghost. She was the woman that I wanted the most. I didn't know who to alert. As she reached for my arm, I gave her my hand. I said, lay me down easy. Let me understand. Let me sign. Let me sign. I can't fight the devil, so just let me sign. What do you think about the let me sign part? Like, what does that mean to you? I don't you? know. For some reason right now, I'm thinking of, like, American Sign Language. <laughs> oh. Let me sign. <laughs> That's not... <laughs> <laughs> Could be. I don't... Don't feel is it, too is little. Is it... He wants to give an autograph? I thought it was, Can like... Can I just sign the check? <laughs> I thought it was, like... The bar. He just wants no. The check. He's like signing his soul away or something. That's what I think it um. is. Like, or you know, in like Little Mermaid. This is a really crazy connection. But when <laughs> she decides to exchange her voice for legs and she mm -hmm. signs it and she like looks away and then yeah. it's like <laughs> it's like she made a contract. I feel like a lot of times it's like contract with the devil or something. Mm, I can see that. And like in that lyric it says can't fight the devil so just let me sign. Yeah. To me it's, it, I think of Edward being like or do you think it's Bella? Maybe just because it's his voice I think of Edward but like or maybe it is Bella saying I don't care, like, I want to sign up for this yeah, um, life with you, even if it's dangerous. I don't know. But I kind of, th because, I don't know if it's supposed to be this way, but because it's Robert Pattinson singing it, mm -hmm. and it's him sucking the blood out of her, yeah, I think that it's kind of Edward as well, especially because he's saving her life and mm -hmm. says, you'll know you've been saved, let me sign, yeah. let me sign, so it's... Him knowing yeah. that he's not right for Bella, but he's going to save her and mm -hmm. be with her. It's kind of maybe like the part when he says, since I'm already going to hell, the part, so here the lyric is, can't fight the devil, so just let me sign. It's mm -hmm. like, oh well, like I'm already a vampire, so. Yeah, and right here at this part, you could have easily let her Mm -hmm. turn into a vampire or just let her die true oh, this song is just so beautiful and dreamy and vision orgasmic <laughs> yes <laughs> it's 
great song. And it's a bummer mm-hmm. that it's only a bonus track. Yeah. I don't I know why like... they... I feel like they should have made this on the soundtrack mm-hmm. instead of Never Think. It's possible that some people never even heard it. I mean, they would have heard it in the movie, but mm-hmm. if you just bought the normal soundtrack, you might not have gotten this one. That's sad. I think I only had the normal soundtrack. Yeah. I got I got the bonus track somehow, but now I no longer have them. I don't know what happened, but I'll try to get them again. I would give this one an A+. Plus. Me too. I'd give this an A+. Plus. Maybe this one can also play at my wedding. <laughs> That's very moody. It's going to be a moody wedding. <laughs> the next song, I don't even know this one. It, the next bonus song is La Traviata by the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra, which is when Edward takes Bella to the Collins house for the first time. Oh, I know this song. Oh, this is when they're doing the... They're cooking. Cooking. Oh, I know this song. Yeah, I definitely have danced to this, like, in ballet. I feel like this is actually one of the most famous classical songs. Yeah. I feel like it's in a lot of movies. I don't remember this being in the... It's when they're cooking. You're like, is she even Italian? Oh, yeah. It's very, very in the background, though. Yeah. It's really quiet. This doesn't really need to be on the soundtrack. Yeah, it's funny that it is on the soundtrack. Yeah. It's weird that they put this on the soundtrack and not um, the Radiohead song. Well, I think there's a reason the Radiohead song isn't on it. Oh, like a... Um, it's just like a stupid legal thing. Mm-hmm. Like somehow they got the rights to... I think they just couldn't, for whatever reason, get on time the rights to, like, sell it on the soundtrack or something. I'm not really sure how that works, Mm -hmm. but I don't know why it's not on the soundtrack. And, well, I'll get to that in a second. So, La Traviata, it's nice, does the job. It does the job. It's just in the background during that scene when they're cooking. It's very in the background. It's, like, really Mm -hmm. quiet. It's kind of weird to even grade this song because it's, like, hardly, it's not really a Twilight song. Yeah. But I like it. Yeah. It's... I'll give it an A. Yeah, I'll give it an A. <laughs> Feeling generous. And I also feel like, yeah, Bella's probably has Italian heritage, but it's almost foreshadowing the... Oh, Volturi. Volturi. They go to I can Italy. See that. And also, are vampires an Italian... Do they originate... In Italy? I think it's more of an Eastern Europe thing, actually. Okay. Yeah. I think it started in, like, Romania. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. Places like that. Yeah. So this is the last song that's on the official tra- Twilight soundtrack. Plays in Edward's bedroom. The famous Claire de Lune.
This was actually in Lana Del Rey's Greek music video. Oh, really? Randomly transitions into this song in the end, which I appreciated. Random fact. Yeah, I love this song. It's great. I'm rereading the book now, mm -hmm. and is it, he goes through her CDs in the car. Mm -hmm. It's like, Debussy. <laughs> Do they actually listen to the song in the book? I don't know. I don't know about the boot. The, the boot. <laughs> I'm the boot. They don't. <laughs> the boot. What the heck happened that? <laughs> that was weird. I don't know about the book, but it's really, it's such a cute song. And even when you hear the first two notes, they're really, like, tender and innocent and, like, intimate. I don't know. It's very quiet. And then it builds up. And up. that part doesn't really play in the movie. Mm -hmm. But I think it's a great song. I don't even listen to that much classical music, but I love it. I think it's weird to grade this one as well. Mm. But I'd give it an A. I'd give it an A as well. <laughs> wow. So the last song that was not on the Twilight soundtrack, but honestly is one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. I bought it on my own just on iTunes back in the day is uh, 15 Step by Radiohead, which plays in the credits. Which the credits are like the best the part of the movie. Or one of the best parts. <laughs> this song I've listened to it a lot especially back in the day I was like mm, yeah I don't know I felt like it was a very cool song yeah and actually I remember that year 2008 or maybe it was 2009 I can't remember but Radiohead played this song at the Grammys <laughs> with like a marching band and like this is a Twilight song whether people knew it or not like it's kind of cool that they performed it at the Grammys, and I also think having Radiohead in the movie makes it, it kind of gives it cool factor. Yeah. Radiohead's very, like, cool and well-regarded. I wish it was on the soundtrack, and it's kind of, like, abstract, the lyrics and stuff, but I'm trying to think. I don't know. The part was, like, you reel me out, then you cut the string. It doesn't... I don't know how it relates to Bella and Edward, but I just think it's a cool idea. Like, leave me out there. Yeah. I don't know how it relates to... I almost feel like it's more Victoria or something. Like, yeah. I don't know. But it also plays when she comes down yeah. the stairs. I'm not sure how much thought was put into the lyrics and everything with the movie, but... You used to be alright. What happened? And the cat get your tongue is kind of irony. I'm a fat house yeah. cat, yeah. Nursing my sore, blunt tongue. It all comes together. I don't think any of that is deliberate. No. We're <laughs> <laughs> like an English teacher that's going I way know. too far with the symbolism. I love these credits, though. And this is just like a really 
I'm seeing this in theater for the first time. It's like, oh, I was sad the movie ended and like, whoa, holy the shit. The song like, gives it such, I don't know, attitude and excitement. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, the song is really cool. The credits are in a way like a summary of what you just saw because they're mm-hmm. all in clips. And it's very dark and kind of sneaky. It's in yeah. black and white. It's, yeah. It's hot. Yeah, they have that deleted scene where she, like, grabs him and they start making out. Mm-hmm. I, I love the credits. I think it's my second favorite part mm-hmm. of the movie. We already had a whole episode talking about the first movie <laughs> and our favorite parts. But, and this isn't on the soundtrack, but I, I don't know, I don't know if I'm just biased or something because I do like Radiohead, but I would give it an A. I would give it a B plus because mm-hmm. I really like it in the movie, but... It's a little bit more forgettable to me because it's not on the soundtrack. Mm -hmm. So, let's just take a look. I feel like near the end of the soundtrack, we have, like, a lot of A's. Mm -hmm. A, B, B+. We had only one C that was from me. Either comparing it to the other soundtracks or just comparing it to itself. But on the whole, what would you give the Twilight soundtrack as a grade? I would give it... I want to say an A, but it's not my favorite one, but it's my, I think it's my second favorite. I would give it an A, but I think I would give my favorite an A+. Okay, yeah, same, (laughs) same. So. This is my second favorite of all the soundtracks. I'm Mm -hmm. not sure if I revealed which one is my favorite, but. I feel you. I love this one. Like, it comes very close to my favorite, Mm -hmm. but my favorite is my favorite, and it's not this one. (laughs) If I'm just being honest and, like, looking at Even the Even this one, to be honest, like, this one, um, Flightless Bird, is my favorite song yeah, from the whole series. So it's hard to, like, let go of that. Yeah, so it's, like, it's weird. And, like, Let Me Sign, it's hard to let go of that. Yeah. This one has a lot of the best songs. <laughs> yeah, I would give it an Super a. Massive Black Hole. Oh, I know. It's just so cool. And I think it's also an album that it's best to listen to just all together. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily just pick one song and listen to it, but, like, just put the CD on or the record or whatever and let it play in your house and just feel it all. Yeah. I do think that the bonus tracks, not Let Me Sign, but, like, La Traviata, would... It, I don't know why that's on the Yeah, it's kind of weird. I feel like if you were listening to the album in your house... That would kind of throw you off. Yeah. It's like, oh, what? Because yeah, because I... what happened? It's like all indie rock, and then suddenly it's opera. Yeah, I think that would go well if that was somehow in the background in New Moon. That would mm-hmm. go well in the New Moon since they go to the Volturi and yeah. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait to also eventually review the one of the soundtracks that we hate. Yes, that would be kind of fun to roast some <laughs> of those songs. <laughs> that I hate and, like, disappoint me so much because yeah. I like the musicians. But, um, yeah, I just, lo- I just love this soundtrack. And I think that if you haven't really listened to it in a few years or if you've never listened to it, I recommend. And let us know, I don't know, anything music-related, Twilight-related, what you think or if there are songs you feel like could have been in the Twilight soundtrack or something. That'd be cool. I think people who don't like Twilight could like it. I agree. Actually, I remember in high school, I don't know if I'll say his name, but a guy I liked who was really into, like, rock music and stuff and definitely wasn't into Twilight, I mentioned... 
he liked Linkin Park, and I was like, oh, yeah, they have a song on the Twilight soundtrack, and he was like, oh, yeah, that's a good soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I was like, <gasps> you know that? Send us your thoughts, your feelings. We love you guys so much. Even though we don't know you, like, just the fact <laughs> that, that you're, I don't know, you're here with us talking about Twilight, which is kind of a silly thing to talk about sometimes, but... Thank you for listening, <laughs> and you can find us. I was about to say we miss you. <laughs> we miss you. We miss you. <laughs> Talk to you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Doesn't that mean it's like the way to abbreviate the spelling of C U N T? Oh my God! See you next Tuesday. That should be our that should be our slogan. See you next Tuesday. (laughs) See you next Tuesday. (laughs) Perfect. You can contact us at anotherbiteoftwilight at gmail.com, or find us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at anotherbiteoftwilight. The music is by Traces. See you next time.